Kaden, what's up? Hello. <laughs> Hello, there everybody. He Here he is, everyone. The Do not let the voice fool you. It's exactly who he is. Pingus, pingus. How you doing? <laughs> So, for those of you who do not know, Caden is an amazing individual whose intentions are clearly just to make the world a better place, which is the purpose of this whole podcast. It's to help everyone live happier so that we're able to make the world a better place. And I thought that the one person that would be perfect to be the first guest on this podcast is Caden. Period. I love it. Thank Here you for that beautiful it. intro. Uh, and yes, absolutely. True? The only intention of my soul is to truly give our opinion, or my opinion. I can't give your opinion. You can give your opinion. But my opinion of what creates a beautiful, happy life and how we can coexist better as human beings with one another on a day-to-day basis. And for me, so, it starts with gratitude. Gratitude is the attitude. It's so easy for us to complain about what we don't have. But how often do we sit and say, oh, my gosh, look at everything in my life. I, I actually have a lot to be thankful for. And if you don't, then simply create that. Because we create our own realities, right? Not the opposite. We may be dealt certain cards that are a little bit harder to play than others. But we can still play those cards and we can play them the right way. There's a right way and a wrong way. That is very true. Do you feel that there is, there are people in the world that play those same exact cards differently and some pay, play them out in a way that makes their lives miserable and ultimately oh, others people are out? I feel like they're, are yes it is easy to have a victim mentality and that would that would be my opinion of playing your cards wrong is looking at your situation Mm -hmm. and say oh my gosh it's so this sucks my life sucks why is this my life right but rather think of it how can i make this situation better what can i do on a daily basis to make me feel better and make my life better and improve and that that way i can also share my love and what I've done for myself to fill my cup, I can share that with other people because I have taken those steps. I've worked very hard to find my happiness and my joy in my life. And really that's what most people want is just to have joy and happiness, but everyone has a different way of expressing it or coming about it, I would say. Definitely. Well, we all want joy. I don't know any human being that doesn't, that wakes up and says, I want to be not joyful today. Unless mm-hmm. if they've gone through some serious heartache, there is, of course, that possibility, which, again, still is a choice to live in that heartache or to seek healing, to seek mm-hmm. a better alternative to the pain that you're feeling. Going off what you just said, you said you don't think anyone wakes up in the morning saying, I don't want to have joy today. I don't want to be happy today. No, I, Do you I wouldn't think... say that's a common thing. Yeah, right? Because no one's going to just wake up and be like, no, I just want to be really depressed today and I don't want to smile today. No, no one actually says that. (laughs) Well, right. There's certain factors that are making someone feel that way, but doesn't mean it's necessarily Mm -hmm. the choice that they want 
It's just living in those cards that they were dealt, right? And if you're living in that, then you're not living in a life of possibility, a life of beautiful. Because you can literally, we can control our emotions immediately. Just, you know, like, okay, maybe a little bit harder for certain emotions. If you're really sad, really down in the dumps, you know, you may have to cry a little bit. But after that cry, you can choose to feel better. And usually you do after mm-hmm. you cry, you know. Or even if you don't mm-hmm. cry, there is still a choice to do something that will make you feel better than not. How do you think that's affecting our world right now? Well, I think that um, there's a lot of pain in our world. I think there's a lot of hurting hearts. And I feel that. I feel that in my soul often. Mm-hmm. And it's heavy. It's a heavy thing. But we can't ignore it and just like oh yeah whatever their life sucks or whatever like there's always going to be pain in the world we can Mm -hmm. together as team human help each other heal and and be better and it's simple it's a really simple thing you can just as simple as giving a compliment to someone hey your hair looks nice or i really enjoy that smile i'm so glad that you're smiling while i'm at this checkout it's not you know not everyone's doing that so i appreciate that you're feeling good today you know it makes me feel good or you can Mm -hmm. be the person to smile to them it's just a simple gesture that makes us um coexist in a much uh higher frequency and the lighter state on a day-to-day basis because there are the opposite and just you know like i said if they are feeling if someone's down you see them being sad then give Mm -hmm. them a smile give them a compliment give them something to brighten their day and vice versa if someone does that for you be grateful come from a place of gratitude that they're doing that because they don't have to do that they can choose Mm -hmm. to be in a negative state right Mm -hmm. so we have to be aware when someone's choosing to be in a more positive state um, or if they need help out of a negative state you know i have something to piggyback off of that actually a little experience yeah um and i had told you the other day on the phone too but when I first took the trip to San Diego for the first time solo, my first night was really, really rough for me. And it was other factors that happened throughout the day too. It was also my first time, like, I don't know, being alone in a place where I didn't know anyone and I was on my own. I didn't know where I was staying. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a plan. And that was really scary for me. Um, I wanted to jump out of my comfort zone and just throw myself into a situation like that so that I could overcome that fear. But anyway, so that was a really hard first night for me because I was going through all the emotions and um, overcoming my fear. Um, And so I got to, because a couple different experiences happened where I needed to um, find a hotel. And when I finally found a hotel room, for the first night I got in that room and I was like shaking um, because I was so scared and I did not want to leave that hotel room. I couldn't find a parking spot. There were people coming up to my car, um, like asking me questions. And so I was like, I'm not leaving this parking spot. I'm not leaving the room. So I winded up that first night. I didn't eat like all day. I ordered Domino's to the room because it was so late. Nothing else was open. And in my Domino's order, I ordered a Diet Coke. Okay. I love Diet Coke. I'm like obsessed with it. I crave it. 
So the guy comes to the door with a regular Coke and I was like, oh, so, and I was so scared, just so upset in a really like shitty mood. And I was like, I really, really wanted that diet Coke. And he was like, wait, what? It was supposed to be diet. And I was like, yeah, but it's okay. And I gave him his tip and I thought he was leaving. He comes back up two minutes later, not even two minutes later, knocks on the door and he goes, here, I went to the front desk and I got you a diet Coke instead. Wow. Like what? It was the nicest gesture and it like made my trip so much better because that thing that happened that night in the morning, I felt like a whole new person because that amazing human just thought of doing something that kind for me because so, he saw how distraught I was. Right. So to our conversation, what um, state of mind did that put you in? Right. Before you were in a fearful, like kind of down, mm-hmm. kind of like whatever it was, it wasn't a positive. It was very scared emotion mm-hmm. and state of mind and did that put you into a more positive and maybe beautiful state of mind a hundred percent it made my whole trip different right. because that first night set the tone for my whole trip you know and I was really scared I thought everyone was out to get me yeah. so when that stranger um did that small of a gesture it just made me feel like I'm okay there's still good people in the world I'll be okay right that's beautiful. So, and it's so, yeah, it's something yeah. so simple that shows right there the power of kindness and small acts and just being aware of other people's energy, right? And he saw mm-hmm. that it made you very sad and maybe you even felt your fear and you were, you maybe felt you were off. And uh, that is a beautiful small gesture that makes all the world of difference. And kudos to you for jumping out of your comfort zone, right? And being able to really push past your fears because that's where growth truly happens is everything Mm -hmm. you're afraid of if you can do that without obviously you don't want to be an idiot and not you know do something that's really going to put you in super danger you've got to be aware still but diving Mm -hmm. into that fear and basically getting so lost that you're found right have you heard of that saying yeah get so lost that you find a new you like oh wow i'm really capable of this and so i don't have to be as afraid as i possibly am right awareness is key especially in today's mm-hmm. day and age we don't know what people's intentions are or what so you got to be aware you got to have a plan but you cannot be naive can't That's be naive correct for sure because i think a lot of my life i was but right but in recent we don't events i am not anymore that's the biggest take yes. for me is don't live in fear because then you're not really living at all you're being controlled mm-hmm. that's true that is true. So let me ask you the main topic of discussion that we wanted to go over tonight. What is it to you when you've asked, you've, you've opened up to me and shared that you've asked a few people in your family and friends uh, this question, but I don't think anyone mm-hmm. has asked you. So what to you makes mm-hmm. a person a good person in this life? You know, it's so funny because when I was thinking about someone interviewing me, I started asking myself this question and I was like, wow, do I know? And then I thought about it further and it's, it's really hard for me because I believe that every person is a good person. I I really true believe, I really truly believe that no matter what you do in life, you still have that good in you. I don't believe that anyone wakes up and says, 
I want to be a bad person. So I'm going to be a bad person. I don't believe that at all. I believe that everyone has some good in them. It just is really hard for some people to let that good out um, or to even under acknowledge what they're doing. That's not good. And um, I mean, not good is subjective, but I mean, as in not good as in hurting someone else, people don't mean most of the time to hurt other people. So do you Those feel, aren't their intentions. Right. Do you feel it's more a uh, learned behavior to uh, maybe have hate or uh, prejudice or want to be violent, these types of things? Is it more of a learned learn behavior or what would you chalk that up to? So I, w- I believe it's a little bit of both. I definitely think it's learned, but at some point in your life, even no matter what age you are, as it's learned, if you see better um, and you don't want to hate that way, you want to love more, mm-hmm. um, then you're going to choose to do different. I think at a certain age, you choose that path. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're younger, yeah, of course it's learned. Right. Well, if we're diving into psychology, and I'm not an expert in psychology by any means, I don't mm-hmm. have a degree in anything, but I've learned a lot through trial and error and just deep conversations with uh, my buddy actually who went to school for psychology. So I've Mm -hmm. go very deep into these types of uh, topics. And if you think back to a child and you look at just, you know, kids like in preschool playing on the playground, they typically Mm -hmm. aren't really, uh, you know, I guess maybe if they steal the ball, like little things that they don't fully understand. And then we, we kind of guide them through, but they don't typically have, any type of racism or any type of like aggression or bad behaviors, right? They're more pure, mm-hmm. they're more pure beings. And so that's where my mm-hmm. theory of like, a lot of it comes from the upbringing, right? Because if they're going through a lot of trauma at home, right? And if they're in pain and, and mm-hmm. miserable, misery loves company. So then they are going to bring someone else down to their level. Um, and that's kind of that's where I feel it really starts obviously that's a theory not everyone agrees with that but Mm -hmm. to me it makes sense because uh, I just don't think we're born with so much hate and and wanting to hurt others I agree with you and we're we're human beings and and there's a lot of like we talked about there's a lot of hurting hearts but not everyone intentionally hurts someone else Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you and to piggyback off of that yes it's definitely learned but also I mean um because I'm certified in education and I started at the younger, actually I've been working at a camp my whole entire life. Um, for 10 years, I was a lead camp counselor from ages. The age range was from 18 months to six years old. So I have worked with so many ages. Um, and I noticed that when kids say they do something bad, that they get in trouble for, um, and there's repercussions for what they did, their actions. They never intentionally wanted to do bad. Um, sometimes they feel that they only know how to do bad to get attention. So they're going to continue to do those things just to get the attention that they think that they deserve um, because they don't think right. they deserve better in a lot of cases, especially from kids um, that have been through traumatic situations. Actually, I worked with a, she was my favorite child. She happened to be my, my favorite child I've ever, I think about her still to this day. 
when I was like 16 years old, I worked with a two-year-old um, and she would do things where she was sneaky behind people's backs. She was tripping them. She was, um, she was pinching people behind their, behind our backs. Like we would turn our head and she would pinch another kid. She was two years old, two years old doing that. So clearly there was something going on at home. Um, her parents were going through a really bad divorce and they didn't pay any attention to her. So the only attention she was getting was that negative attention at camp. So she craved the attention from her counselors, craved it because she wasn't getting that at home. So that's the only way she knew how to get that. So that's what she was going to continue to do. Right. It took a long time to steer her away from that, to let her understand that she can get our love elsewhere um but eventually she did and she was like attached to us like you wouldn't believe and it it was the most beautiful thing to see when she started acting kinder and with more love because she knew that that was better attention that she can get right well yeah man it's uh and it weighs heavy on my heart because I see this and I feel this and I've always said this even as a kid we are a product of our raising Mm -hmm. and we are like our parents unless we try really really hard not to be Mm -hmm. and that's why I think that education and parenting is such a huge factor it really starts there to develop how a human being is going to interact socially with other human beings 100% think of think of even even just owning a dog we were talking about it the other day you were saying something, oh, because I asked you if Smora was jealous of Daisy. And you were like, no, she's pretty good. And I go, oh my God, not my Bella. And you were like, it sounds like you baby her. And I was like, yes, I did. But if I would have known better, and if I would have known that she was going to be really jealous and have so much anxiety, then I would have 100% raised her in a different way. Yeah, these are just the lessons we live and learn. You know, it takes a lot of um, soul development is what I would call it. Our souls have to develop and our mind has to really go through a lot of experiences unless we're taught it, right? Mm -hmm. That's why if we can get these messages out, if people can hear this, Mm -hmm. hear what we're saying and work on really, you know, especially the mind of a child, making sure that they're in the right environment and they're going to have a fair shot Mm -hmm. to live a positive happy life it starts there i think it's a lot of if it's not then it's recovery right we got to recover and like then teach these lessons so everything we're talking about whether it's as a kid or a parent or a everyday adult that's socializing with other people they hopefully can get some kind of uh, benefit from hearing these words Mm -hmm. and uh, these tips right and it's just our opinions but i feel like if we had the mindset of thinking that if we were to exchange energy with every single human being in a positive, healthy way, we wouldn't be sucking from each other's energy. We would then be building each other up and living on a much higher frequency uh, for all of humanity, all of mankind. And that would be a beautiful place to live. But I agree. it takes a lot of work to get there. We all got to work together to make it happen. Why do you think it is the way it is right now? Dude, I don't even know. I can't even think of that conversation yet or that question because I'm thinking about the fact that we do need social interactions Mm -hmm. as human beings. Because if we were the only person on the world and we did everything that we could, obviously, if we had no one to share it with, it would be very 
boring. Mm -hmm. It'd be very sad, right? So we do need those connections. But I think we need to be aware mm -hmm. if we're not in the right mindset, if we're going to go out and hurt other people, then we should probably look internally. Mm -hmm. Let's not look outward for like, oh, I need this and that, whether it be God, religion, anything of that nature, right? Or say even just talking to a friend. That is good sometimes. But I think the real changes when we actually close our eyes and look within, mm -hmm. what changes do I need to make as a human being but, to then be able to go out and not cause any more pain or hurt? In well, the here's the problem. There are a lot of closed-minded people out there that don't see a problem with anything they're doing. Mm. So how do you right. target those individuals who think that they're God on this earth and they're really, really good people, but there yeah. are things that they also need to work on internally because they are hurting other people. Well, unfortunately, in a sense, and this is a controversial statement I'm about to put out there, mm -hmm. but in a sense, God can be egotistical because it then puts you above others when you believe in God or a, a better religion. That is ego that is at its finest. So as much as, God, you know, there's good that comes from religion and God. Mm -hmm. There's also something called ego that is bad because ego is what then puts you in a mindset of I am better than someone else because I believe this, because I do that, which is just simply not true. Mm -hmm. We're all born. Uh, we're not, unfortunately, in this world, we're not born on an equal playing field, but we are all born bleeding the same blood. And I wish we all had the same opportunity, but Unfortunately, we don't. We all get dealt different cards. And again, it's what we do with them mm -hmm. that really makes your life uh, your life, right? It's our choices. Here's the thing with ego, though. I feel like it's all insecurities. Ego, yes. people, but some people don't believe that it's insecurities. Right. Well, um, that's because they're probably kind of insecure. And they don't want to admit that. And it takes a big person to look inside and say, Hey, I'm a little unsure of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's just being real. You got to be real with yourself. Sure. Um, if you ever want to make a change, you know, and that's up to them. It's their choice. If they want to look in the mirror and say, hey, I don't like who I am. Truthfully, I really don't. I realize some things, mm -hmm. you know, you got to soul search. You got to do some soul searching. And you're right. Some people will never be open to that. But if they try it and see how they feel, it might make them a little bit happier. It might make them see a little bit of a difference that's why Maybe i want life will change i want people to understand yeah. that it really would make them a happier person it would make them right. live a happier life well I, I would just say this and i always say this is that you should try to work on your confidence mm -hmm. not your ego confidence the difference for me right is that confidence is knowing you put in the work i've worked my ass off to get this mm -hmm. right be able to run this mile I put in the work, so I feel confident I can do it. Mm -hmm. And I feel confident I should be able to do it, mm -hmm. right? And ego, unfortunately, is compensation. You're trying to overcompensate for something that you may be lacking in, right? And you may be insecure in. More times than not, it is an insecurity. Wait, um, explain that a little. Give it a little example to what you mean by that. Well... Okay, so I have a 17-year-old brother who's in high school, mm -hmm. and I see it with him and his friend group. They're all, and it's bigger, It's a, ego is a very prevalent thing in high school, mm -hmm. right? Because no one really, truly really knows who they are yet. 
And so they want, and it's such a, um, it's such a, what's the word, popularity contest mm-hmm. in our high school, right? Because we all want to fit in, we all want to be accepted, and we don't know who the hell we are. So then what happens is we create what is an ego to think that we are better than someone else, mm-hmm. whether it be because, oh, I have nicer hair, oh, I, you know, I went to the gym and I have a six pack and this and that. I myself was a victim of this, mm-hmm. right? My own victim. Because I was a kid, I was very athletic, and I had a very fit body, and I felt better than other people. Mm -hmm. And I can truly admit and say that. And it doesn't mean that I was, by any means, Mm -hmm. what I should have been, which I do now, is feel confident uh, in the fact that I worked my ass off to get to where I was uh, physically, Mm -hmm. right? But I don't ever try and put anyone else down Mm -hmm. with that. I just, I, I live in that confidence, but I will never with my actions, put someone else down because I don't feel I need mm-hmm. to, because I don't feel insecure. Mm-hmm. I feel confident. And that is really, truly the, the difference between an ego, mm-hmm. right? And a confidence. And it, it's easy to be mistaken because there are narcissistic people that can hide that. Oh yeah, I'm humble. But it, I mean, actions speak louder than words. You'll always know through someone's actions, what they truly are being. That's true. Right. So, yeah, that's that's what I would say it is. It's just not not putting in the work and then trying to overcompensate and put others down so you can feel better yourself. And that's where I see that in the 17-year-olds. They all make fun of each other and try to, like, roast each other. And then that makes them feel better about themselves because they're really not that secure. But I, I do see, like, some of Grayson, so my brother, he's 17, his name is Grayson. Mm-hmm. Some of his friends are a lot more humble and do have confidence, which is a beautiful thing to see mm-hmm. at a young age. I bet. But it's rare. So do you? It's rare, and it and it's you can still have confidence and then go back to, you know, having an ego. Mm-hmm. Do you think someone who, because of their insecurities, puts someone else down is a bad person? No, I would not say they're a bad person. I would say that they are internally struggling, mm-hmm. and they haven't fully discovered themselves yet. So let me ask you this. Do you think that bad people do exist in our world? Um, well, define, well then, yeah, you got to figure out what is a bad person. So to you, to you only, and you don't have to name your definition of a bad person right now, to you, do you feel like there are bad people in our world? I feel like there are people that do bad things for a multitude of different reasons, mm-hmm. but I don't believe they were born bad. I don't believe they were born with ill intentions. I think they were learned behaviors mm-hmm. or even could be some type of psychosis, right? That's why they, there's a big break with people with mental disorders. Mm-hmm. So we don't fully understand it, right? But uh, no, I don't believe that people are just born wanting to do bad it's a i think it's just a total set of circumstances and a that's how they choose to play their cards so would you classify someone who did something really bad as a bad person i don't think i would no because it puts well it's hard it's hard for me because i mean Mm -hmm. 
I have a very tough perspective in the sense of what happened to my mom, mm -hmm. right? She was, for those who don't know, she was murdered at the uh, country concert on, on October 1st here in Las Vegas, 2017. It was the biggest mass shooting in American history. And, uh, but there's still, there's so many things. We don't know all the details. Mm -hmm. So they put it all on this old man, but it doesn't make any sense. Why would an old man carry up all of these guns and go and it was a very powerful weapon right so i can go down that whole path did they show you but, who um, it was like did they like show pictures yeah, and... they... oh yeah definitely yeah on the news and everything wow he was an old dude who was by the way and they still haven't found the motive which that makes no <laughs> sense but he was an old man who um was a millionaire mind you uh that went and just shot up this country concert it makes that. no sense at all and there's multiple, multiple people that, you know, share the fact that they feel there was more than one gunman and all this stuff. And so nobody really knows mm -hmm. what happened. Mm -hmm. But again, if it, even if it was just that old man, I don't, I don't know why he would do that. Mm -hmm. There's no motive. And that's why no one really knows. But um, that is obviously a terrible thing if that's what he chose to do. Mm -hmm. But for me, I can't sit. It's again, it's my choices. Now I've been dealt these cards. Mm -hmm. How am I going to play them? Am I going to sit and be angry and have hate in my heart for the rest of my mm -hmm. life? Or am I going to, which I have done, seek healing, um, surround myself around very loving, good people that protect my heart mm -hmm. and want to care for my heart and help my heart grow as opposed to the opposite. And then become someone that has gone through bad and hurt in their life and decide to do that to other people i did that i did that a little mm -hmm. bit i did that through some of my actions but i realized because i looked internally hey what am i doing what energy am i bringing to the world mm -hmm. am i bringing good energy or bad energy and when i identified that i then said okay i don't want to be someone that's hurting anyone ever again i'm a human being i'm not perfect i will unintentionally hurt other people i'm sure mm -hmm. in my life because of whatever factors right but it's not because of my actions, right? It's not going to be, if I hurt someone, it's because of reasons that are beyond my power. Mm -hmm. That's the choice that I'm choosing to live in, mm -hmm. right? I'm choosing to be very aware of what I do to and how it affects other people, right? To really be aware of yourself. Awareness is so essential mm -hmm. in being a good human being. And a lot of us block out our, our awareness, right? But we're, I really feel like we're shifting. I feel like we're going into a whole another dimension. And a lot of people talk about it. I hope so. We are starting to open our minds and really be aware of more than just our physical being, mm -hmm. right? And they talk about the third eye and um, decalcifying the, the pineal gland, all these things. Mm -hmm. Because it raises awareness. I think this year especially, I've noticed a shift in the way we think. Um, and like you said the other day, probably because we're forced to go outside more because of quarantine. Well, I think that's a factor. I also think that maybe people and families being around each other more are able to discuss things and really slow down. Because that's true. you think about how the world was before, it was just so go, 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 mm -hmm. right? And it still is that, but it's slowed down a whole lot, mm -hmm. a whole, whole lot. And so people are able to talk and um, really dive deeper into things spend more time with each other right so i think that's a big factor to the shift that we're seeing 
in uh, everyday life. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to meditate, uh, to slow down. Yeah, getting, dude, getting outside is such a essential thing mm -hmm. as a human being because you're getting good oxygen, especially right now with everything going on. Yeah. You're getting oxygen, you're getting sunlight, right? You're getting all these things that make us feel alive. I highly recommend for every single human being to go up and just touch a tree. <laughs> Dude, that is mm -hmm. honestly the most pure energy exchange mm -hmm. you can ever experience mm -hmm. because you're giving the tree energy, right? And it has roots, it's alive, and it's giving you back the same energy, if not even more, mm -hmm. honestly, it may even give you more energy because every time I do it, I feel so recharged. Mm -hmm. Like immediately, immediately, I'm like, whoa, mm -hmm. wow, I feel, I feel the energy and that's being aware of energy. And, uh, you know, I really believe that's a theory of mine that we're all energy. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we die, this is just a shell, our human body is a shell of our soul and our energy. And it, it goes to another place. And I've had a lot of experiences that we can talk on another podcast mm -hmm. about where I have experienced that I've seen energy through spirits and, and my mom and like she turned lights on and just crazy stuff That's which I crazy please oh yeah that is crazy yeah, I'd love to dive into it do you like do you that, like so. always feel her around you I wouldn't say I always feel her no I wouldn't say it's like that I would say it's more so I have conversations with her and for me it's actually signs I get signs mm -hmm. truthfully whether it be through numbers or a song or what numbers um just uh well it depends but uh 58 is a big one 58 is huge mm -hmm. because that is how many people were were killed that night and that's oh, the angels that right. i feel like are looking out for me you know oh, like they're really like on my team especially after doing the tribute film and everything you know um so i wow. definitely feel 58 is a huge one her birthday my birthday too I've, I've had some very interesting experiences with, which is 07. To, her birthday was the day before mine, actually. We're both Leos. Wait, what, so where are you? 07, uh, 07 to 8, 1993, so July 28th. Mm -hmm. Hers is July 27th. And um, wow. yeah, so that was, that's what my tattoo is. I have two lions cuddled up, both Leos. Love that. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, life is interesting, but it really, it truthfully is what we make of it. We create our reality. There are certain factors that are um, unpredictable. Well, to some, I guess there are psychics in the world, mm -hmm. which I don't understand. But uh, then maybe that's a, a heightened sense of awareness. They've done some kind of work where they can, or some people believe they're born with it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's there's predetermined things and there's things that we can just never really plan for. And it's how we handle those situations that really show our character and who we are as a human being. Yep. It's about how we respond, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we also need to really be aware of our, our emotions while we're responding because sometimes we're not aware of ourselves and our emotions and we act through those emotions without taking a step back and breathing before we respond. Right. And I think there's a lot of trouble yeah. in that as well. Well, if you're just, yeah, if you're like a shoot from the hip kind of person, it can be, depending on what it is, I mean, obviously spontaneity and variety are beautiful things mm -hmm. in life. Uh, but when it comes to a relationship or 
emotional connection, um, shooting from the hip is not quite the best. You want to take a breath, slow it down, mm -hmm. think about what your true intentions, how you truly feel, and then just express that. I mean, that's the best way with any human connection, like just express your feelings. And mm -hmm. when you're expressing something, I've, I've noticed a lot of people, it turns into an argument, mm -hmm. but it's not an argument. It's just both sides are expressing their feelings and you don't always have to agree and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that's how you just guide yourself through a conversation well i think that comes you know, out of if you're snapping and more acting out of anger like snapping because you're acting out of anger i don't know if acting out of anger yeah. is the right way to go well no and that's a controlling thing mm -hmm. something that you have to really break through i mean i growing up i had a lot of i felt very controlled mm -hmm. so when i then was out of high school and on my own mm -hmm. i realized that I was being very controlling in my relationships in my day-to-day -day life because I finally had control. Mm -hmm. And it took me many years to realize, oh, wow, that's that's who I am. I'm just like I said, I'm like my family. I'm like my parents mm -hmm. in the sense of control. And that's how I was raised. So I had to realize those things and work hard not to do them. Same, and I'm person. still working on that. <laughs> yeah. No, we all, every day we're working on uh -huh. what we truly want to be. But that's why waking up and setting intentions and, and self-work, man, I'm telling you, self-work is everything. Yeah. Because we have to unlearn ourselves. Mm -hmm. Is really what it comes down to. Unlearning who we are and what we've been programmed to think like and be. And just simply choose to be yourself. Don't choose to be someone that others have wanted you to be mm -hmm. or created you to be create yourself very you true want to be in life create that yeah you can be whoever you want yes and you can do whatever you want in life yep there is no there truly is no limitation as long as you set your mind to it Yep. If you tell yourself but no, is, then that's your limitation. Correct. And fear, yeah. I mean, it's so mm -hmm. fear-based. Man, you just got to conquer it. Do what is uncomfortable. It's where the biggest growth comes. Very true. Well, I think this was a pretty great first podcast, great. huh? Great first podcast. I love <laughs> it. So much Thank fun. you so much for we gotta do here. one of my funny voices for the intro oh please. yes yes maybe crackhead elmo or i thought something was about to come out i was giving you a little the space <laughs> <laughs> the Pacino motivational speaker oh. <laughs> <laughs> or arnold schwarzenegger i can't even say that arnold. right now. <laughs> oh yeah arnold is he is classic he's very <laughs> no but al pacino just takes the cake why takes the cake I, that's definitely like what it arnold? is i do but it's just i don't know man the arnold seemed to get you got pretty excited with the arnold man. i i did because that was but that was also the first one i ever heard from you and i did not expect oh, you enough. being really good at voice impressions so fair enough fair enough so you're i was like, whoa pleasantly well, I surprised. At first and then with <laughs> yeah. the arnold and then you're like oh what but I don't know Borat. He's got a well. whole bunch in his bag. Oh, right, right. You got to watch that new movie. It's a funny one. I know. I heard. Very good. I definitely will. Well, Sweet. thank you. And I'm thank so you. 
excited to have you here. This is amazing. And I'm so excited for people to hear your voice. So thank you. Touche. Touche. Oh, the we last have a beautiful thing. message that we need. Mm-hmm. We both do. But we got us. this. It's yes, we do. happening. <laughs> we can do. Yes, we can. <laughs> All right. We can do that. So my dad says to my little sister, it is the most beautiful, positive reinforcement ever. He's like, you can do. <laughs> you can do. She's a little Asian baby, for those of you who don't know. And he says it, and he does little accents, and he's just such a goober. But it is so sweet and positive. Because he's always reinforcing her that she can do mm-hmm. whatever she puts her mind to. You got to have so someone believing in you. And you got to right. believe in yourself to That's go through That's our final that. tip of the day is positive reinforcement. Love it. Love it. I'm excited for, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited for more. Me too. Amazing combos. Me too. Sweet. Alrighty. Peace and love Peace to everyone. Out, my lovers. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Bye bye.